In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Toki Entertainment, or the owners group. senses and challenge your beliefs a world where science and religion clash or do they you will meet real people and hear real stories but you will not believe you will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds but you will not believe this is the new england ghost project welcome to the nightmare i am ron colick your host the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown the unexplained and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. And with me, yes, I said with me for the second <laughs> week in a row, wow. is my co-host, the psychic investigator for the New England Ghost Project, the queen of pain, Marlene Wood. Hey, how you doing? Excited, really excited. What is this nightmare stuff, by the way? What? Welcome to the nightmare. I Welcome mean, what? nightmare. Welcome. Is that the first time you've even said that? No, I mean, that's the regular thing. If you if you listen to the end of the thing, it's always, oh, this right. is the legal the welcome, welcome to the nightclub. It's the first time you've said it. Well, you don't want to be the same thing week after week. Uh, Give yeah. me a break, will you? Okay. Uh, so what's up? Anywhere. What's uh, up? Yeah. Uh, lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, for no, our listeners, we're, just, wanna, kidding, guys. we're just kidding. kidding. We're <laughs> just kidding. But I do want to say that I'm doing a mediumship class. That's what I was getting to. Right. So I before, do that. Before, before, we, before we even... <laughs> yeah, but whatever. <laughs> uh, whoa. Rule is yours. Ew, that's a scary thought. 877-864-4869. 877-864-4869. Or join us live in the Toji Net chat room Togi. with all the cool, crazy people... Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, you are uh, a good friend, Elizabeth, for Lead the Little Angel Ninja. Yep. Yep. Uh, is sponsoring you for a class. And I don't, I don't understand it. What's this class? Mediumship. It's for uh, people. It's a little bit more than mediumship. Isn't well, it trans mediumship? Not really. It's a little both. I, I read the write-up on it. It looks like they're, they're expecting trans mediumship stuff. No, no, no. They're not, I'm not going to stand there and perform like a monkey. No, that's not what it's about. Why should you change? Well, thanks. <laughs> All right, I am going to hit you. You, you. you do realize you're sitting right next to me, right? No. Okay. Anyway. I'm injured. Never. No, the whole idea is because, you know, there are people out there that have done a lot of psychic work that are into doing um, a lot of the spiritual, metaphysical. So, so when is this, first of all? Actually, it's, there's two. There's one. I don't time, care about the last one. I want the, the, one, the latest September one. September 14th. September 14th. And what day is that? Um, <laughs> oh, I my God. I think it's on a Sunday. Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember. I got a calendar right here. I'll look it up. All right. So, and this is in Nashua, New Hampshire. Yes, it is. And you, you, and how do people sign up for it? Uh, well, they would go online to Divine Healing, the Divine Underscore Healing. Oh my God! Hey, come on! You didn't put on no. the website yet. Seriously? Seriously? It's a Sunday. Fourteenth, yes. Thank okay. you. I it's thought it was. So I, wait, I, I really don't get this. This is the one that the other person told me, oh, I'm the grounded one. I'm the tech guy. I do teaching and all this. And you can't even get the stinking details down. <laughs> I know I'm going the 14th. How much more do you want? <laughs> no, seriously. 
I, I mean, I'm working on getting... Don't know the website. Together. Don't know the place. What? It's Divine Healing. Divine underscore healing. Dot com? <laughs> And also, you'll see uh, Elizabeth's book, too. She has Awakening, the Light Worker Within. Oh, please awaken me. And that's on Togi's You guys don't look at it. And and you wonder why it's a nightmare. I'm telling you. (laughs) I've had a long day. If you worked with you as long as I've worked with you, you'd be crazy, too. Really? That's like, you know, something. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, anyways. Oh, thank you. What is the I was right. Divine underscore healing dot com. I just wasn't sure if it was dot org or dot com. Whatever. But thank you, Leslie. <laughs> so, yeah, see, some people care about me. Yeah, not many. I know. Uh, thanks. <laughs> so, anyways, um, if people sign up for I mean, what are they expected? You told me you're not going to have to train like a monkey, right? Well, I'm, I'm just saying it jokingly, but seriously, um, it's just basically talking about, you know, mediumship abilities. Um, is how, there a possibility you could transmedium while this Possibility. Is I mean, I don't know where we're going, but it's. Just like I say when I do readings, I don't sit there and say, I'm going to call on spirits. It's anybody who shows up, they come. You know, right. welcome to the party. That's basically what I feel like. Welcome and we're going to talk about different types of mediums. We're going to talk about how to open up your mediumship abilities and how to get yourself, you know, grounded. Oh, really? Really. Really. Um, going to work with psychometry. You'll like that. Oh, really? Really. Mm. Um, I've done it a couple times when I'm teaching classes, and I'll tell you it works wonders. So we're going to do some mediumship uh Meditation. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that is September 14th. And uh, you get like 16 people signed up or something like that now. So crazy. That's okay. You know, I, you know, I truly believe. It's an all day event, let me say. It is. And for anybody who signs up. Do you have to bring lunch? I don't know. Oh my God, it's your event. Aren't you supposed to know this stuff? I just know that I'm going to be there giving the class and Elizabeth's been lovely enough to uh, set everything up. So anyways, if I... If I go to this thing, I'm bringing a lunch, I'll tell you that much. Go ahead. Anyway, yes, what's tonight's program, by the way? We actually have a few things to discuss about Tony. Um, about Tony? Yeah, about Tony. Tony, are you listening? First of all, <laughs> first of all the most important thing, now that we've got that yeah. medium ship crap out of the way. Don't say crap. Whatever. I'll roll your seat right up in the hallway <laughs> and down the stairs. Yeah, you can do the show by yourself. <laughs> Fine, be that way. But anyways... Um, now that it's out of the way, if you want to sign up, by the way, you can go to Elizabeth Foley's uh, website, Divine Healing. It's linked on. It's on our link right. to on our website. Uh, it's anyghostproject.com. Of course, everybody should know that. And uh, anyway, speaking of anyghostproject.com, you, you can also get T-shirts from it. Someone just bought one today from California. Really? Yeah. It's like weird. Always get these T-shirts all over the country and shipping out them. Well, that's good. And they're good T-shirts. They're real good cotton with the. Oh, but Grammy. Grandma, can we continue on? Tony was asking what tonight's program is on. I'm so. telling you, it's about my T-shirt. T-shirt? It's about my T-shirt. Yeah, okay, well, that's a very quick program then. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't get in to describe the texture of the of the uh, cotton. Where it, where it was found from? What uh, they fed? What they fed the sheep? Whole sheep. Right, Actually, yeah. Leslie made a correction. www.divinehealing.us. Thank you, Leslie. Okay. So what do you what do you I'm not saying a word, but anyway. Go ahead. No, anyways. That's that's uh okay. All right. I ahead. appreciate Leslie's help. Right. Trust me. Because you were wrong again. I was. Hmm. I would be the first to admit it. I'm so not, no egotisco. Um <laughs> 
Not egotistical. Uh. Oh, our T-shirts are awesome. See that? Ah, very Amanda, good. Thank you, Amanda. I love you. Anyways, we actually have something to bring up, which fits right into our last thing. This has nothing to do with B.O. hoodies. Okay. If you remember last week, B.O. hoodies. Yeah, well, okay. So, anyways, um, this is right off the Ghost Village newsletter, which is run by our good friend Chris Balzano right now. Really? Yeah. He's the new news director at uh, Ghost Village thing. Uh, anyways, ex-cop finds fulfillment in chilling spirit world. Really? Ex-Salem mm. cop. Do you want to read this? Yeah, I think so. Why, because I suck? No. Retired Salem cop who swapped his badge for a crystal ball is still sleuthing with backup from his friends beyond the grave. Oh. Okay. Professional psychic medium Chuck Bergman, 57, spent 32 years pounding the beat in the Witch City, which would be Salem, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. but says that since retiring five years ago, he is finding out old habits die hard. Oh, very good. That's exciting. Initially skeptical on his gift, Bergman says he is now channeling the spirits to help please yeah. And desperate families find missing loved ones from coast to coast. Now, that's, I'm gonna, oh, that's cool. I'm going to inject it here, okay? Okay. Now, that's one of the, the biggest complaints I remember when we were on my TV on the uh, Annie Anderson show. Somebody actually called in. If psychics can help people find things, then how come they, they, how come, how come um, they don't find more people that are missing? Seriously. Truthfully, I think what happens is a lot of times you let your emotions get in the way. And it's difficult to stay distant. Just like if you think of it in dowsing, right? Yeah. You're dowsing um, in a certain area. If you want to maybe think too hard on, on an object, right, or you want to think too hard of what the situation you're going into, you're really not separating yourself emotionally, and perhaps you can actually influence the outcome. So maybe there are possibilities to actually find more people but it's difficult when you start caring about someone and you interject your feelings to it. You want so badly to help that person that you could potentially change it. So why? I mean, if there is like why? Why there isn't like a bureau of psychics like the FBI? I mean, so because somebody wants to agree to that. And then what? They don't want to agree to that. Why not? Because you know, I don't understand that. I mean, it's like you say, oh charlatans, right? That's what you said years ago. I mean, a lot of people have that belief in anybody who they can't scientifically verify work, so they don't want to take those that information as fact. So what if they did this and put the information out and, you know, they could help people? I mean, right. that's what it's all about. That's right. They could. Anyways, uh, this is uh, back to uh, uh, Chuck Bergman. When I realized I had this gift, yeah. or plague, depending on how you look at it, it was pretty wild and unexpected. It came right out of the blue. The married father of three told the Herald in a telephone interview from his new home in Florida, ah, it was much of a psychic, but he went into a hurricane. Oh, stop it. Whatever. It doesn't work like that. But I now offer my services to police departments all the time, and I'm working on a case right now. Okay. <clears throat> he has already a busy working... He was already a busy... Give me that. Fine. Be that way. He was already a busy working medium when his new paranormal policing role first beckoned in the summer of 2005. A California woman contacted him in desperation after her brother, a rock climber, vanished in a remote mountain area in Sierra Nevada. By tuning into the spirit world, Bergman claims he was able to describe the missing man, his truck, and other personal details, and says he gave her the exact coordinates where to find him. 
It was like being hit between the eyes because I'd never done anything like that before. They found him in the exact location I had given, Bergman said. Tess Dessler, 52 of Florida, was a skeptic until she met Bergman last year. He had no idea who I was or who I wanted to contact, but he sat there and started pounding his chest and said that someone is telling me about holes in their chest, Dessler told the Herald. Her close friend, Sarah Whitcock, 23, was stabbed repeatedly in the chest by a stalker posing as a cop in 2006. It was unbelievable. He told me a lot of things he couldn't possibly have known and gave me messages from her, she said. If not for Chuck, I don't think I would have ever gotten out of my grief. Bergman, who ended his police career as Salem's police computer system expert, wasn't always a believer in the spirit world. I was a skeptic until I was about 30, he said. But that's they always say that. So baloney. Yeah, really, you think? Um, but that changed in a flash one afternoon. Remember, intent, something that changes perception, right? Mm-hmm. Bergman said he discovered his psychic talent, or his skills, rather, while driving in Maine with his wife. He said he suddenly knew that an elderly woman had died at 2.30 that afternoon. They later discovered her best friend's mother died at the exact time. Then it just came, comes to me. I wasn't seeking mediumship or wanted to talk to the dead. I remember being really puzzled and confused, he said. But he learned to hone his skills and later became friends with renowned TV medium James Van Praag. Van Praag. Van Praag. After Van meeting Prague. him at Van a book signing in Peabody, Bergman said it was difficult to come out to his police colleague. The Salem police chief already had the stigma with being in the town of the witchcraft, so the last thing he wanted was a psychic cop in the department, so I kept it quiet, Bergman said. Okay, what's the next? That's, That's it. it. That's it. Bergman is due to host a psychic seminar at the church in Boston. Woohoo! Woohoo! Okay. So. I think that's cool. I don't think it's so cool. Why? I mean, why? Well, I don't think it's any different than having somebody else. The only thing that he has different is that he probably is viewed with a little bit more credibility because he spent so many years as a police officer. And, you know, which, think about it. My daughter is too, right? Yeah. She gives me books and information that she has to read as a police officer. A lot of those books that she reads have to do with just trusting your intuition and trusting your gut instinct. Never once do they want to label it as psychic, but I think really they are using a lot of psychic abilities. And they are learning to trust them. They just don't want to. Tomato, tomato, whatever. Exactly. But they don't want to, they don't want to take that chance to sound like they're crazy. But, you know, we don't care, do we? No, we don't. 877 864 4869 So, I'm, I'm not getting this. I mean, everybody's a psychic nowadays. Right. So, I mean, what's the deal? People are going to all these classes, like your mediumship class. Right. I mean, why? I think a lot of people are psychic. I think a lot of people just have never taken the time, any time in history, this many amount of people, rather, to try to, you know, maybe focus on these skills. I mean, it's just like having a muscle that you're trying to strengthen. And everybody has abilities. It's just a different extent. So I don't see any problem with it as long as they try to remain balanced, too. I mean, to be able to go out there and, and live in this world, but yet not totally of it. You know, you have to have a balance between both. Why? Why? Because it's pretty difficult to live your everyday life, to be able to rationalize, to be able to have that part of your brain if you allow it to go towards the other end and you're not grounded. You have to be able to do both. You have to be able to tap. So is this something we are evolving to, or is this just some old instincts that we're digging up? I don't know. It's probably a little bit of both. I think that, you know, think about it. We, I talk about dowsing. you got people that go out there, or for thousands of years, you know, there's been dowsers that have been out there. 
But the whole point is, you know, you get animals that instinctively use their intuition and they know when there's danger. They know when they need to run or hide. Look at these tsunamis. Um, and they were already gone before the tsunami hit. So we just have gotten, we've lost touch with that side of yeah, our I mean, nature. that could be something in an atmospheric pressure or, don't know. or anything else. We really don't know. Uh, pull from okay, well, how do the animals tell each other? Why would they have to tell each other? No, but I'm saying there are certain... There no, are certain it's not like they were talking. Is it Mr. Bear? I don't mean it that way. I know you. No, I don't mean it that way. We're going to the hills. You don't know. How do you know? Because they don't. How do you know? Because they're dumb animals. No, they're not. Yeah. Animals are very intelligent. Some more intelligent than some humans that I know. Why are you looking at me? We're doing my So anybody out there who would like to comment, you can call. 877-864-4869 or 877-864-4869. But seriously, I mean, I, I mean, what's the difference between instinct and, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hot. It's like... It's close. It's a, it's you don't really... Do you, you really don't develop instincts, though. You already have instincts. Okay. Leslie says, my dog knows what I'm thinking. I should feed him. He wags his tail when I think it. I'll give you a hint, Leslie. All animals want to be fed all the That's time. That's not it. It's a certain kind. Because animals will eat until they explode. Right, and Tony's correct. He says we only use a small part of our brain. Some more than others. Exactly, which some of them don't remain nameless. <laughs> but no, no, seriously, I mean, there, there's instincts. I, I don't believe that psychic development is an instinct. I think it's a portion of the brain that has not developed. And, and it may be to a point where we're actually... Um, what's the word, evolving that, right. that out of our brain. You're very possibly right. But we also have a portion of us that, a portion of our psyche, you might say, that is just, I think, intuition. Got oh, to wait a minute. Don't tell me that story about when dogs, Leslie put that on, or Stacy, whoever it was. Uh, Stacy, a great book by Jeffrey Mosasian called <laughs> When Dogs Know Their Owners Are Coming Home and Other Stories, Describing the Exact Thing. Thank you, Stacy. And it's true. No. It is true. No. Yes, it is. I have talked to people. You see, I, read, I know that. I know that. But that's nothing to do with, with psychic development. Really? That's just instinct. No. No. How about a person no. who's a family has been away for a long time or a mother? I know away. the whole story. The dog sits there with a the box at the door and the, mother, the wife comes in. Yeah. What about all kinds of boxes at the door and there's no one there? No, when that's not tried. true. It's true. No. Not when they're sitting there. You know the difference. You know when your cat acts a certain way outside the ordinary. And so it's something that they're acting totally different. So don't give me that crap. No. Yeah. Go on to the door five million times. Yeah, go get a dog. Yes, Leslie. He finally, show, he finally shows up and says, whoa, look at the dog. You knew he was coming. What? Give me a break. You have no clue. No clue. See that? We, we, those people, we talk about the little evolution of the brain. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ron is yelling. Ron is yelling? My God. This, no, it's not my yelling. It's this room. Thank you, Stacy. We are in a closet. Okay? We are not in a closet. <laughs> it's my office. And I am furthest away. It's a closet. And I am the furthest away from the computer. <laughs> Listen, tomato, tomato, remember? Yeah, it'll be tomato. It's nice and decorated. I have my, you know, Fine. my Buddha, my Kuan Yin. So anyways, back to the, the, the animals. Okay. On psychic development. Okay. okay. So. That we're discussing tonight, by the way. It ten, tends to be right now. But, um, <laughs> All right. I have other topics, but this one really... I'm interested in it. All right. Okay, if anybody wants to add to this, by the way, 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, like Stacy, who has a bunch of dogs, and it's like this big Peter person. Peter? Yeah. People eating tasty animals? 
Yeah. You said that. <laughs> that came from Maureen's. I'm kidding. It's just my husband has that sticker on his car. But, yes, I, I have animals, too. Although right. Only their pet, their fish. Numbers. I agree that animals have senses, and right. they can sense certain things. We don't know how they do it, I believe. Right. It's not that, like they're intelligent. Well, something. we're considered animals, too, you know. We're considered mammals. We're not considered All right, animals. mammals, whatever. I mean, animal, animal, mammal, you still, you know, you still have that base level of intuition, okay? However, we were given that ability, but I think over the years that we've evolved, We've gotten further and further away because all the technology, the more technology that we get, think of it now. How could you even think now to go without a cell phone? Okay. Um, I don't have a cell phone. All right. Those of you who do and you're, you're up to date in the times, then you understand what I'm saying. You think, wow, how did I ever get along without having a cell phone? It's easy. Well, that's not what how I'm saying. How did we ever get along without a remote control? We got off our asses and went up and changed the dial on the but TV. But that's not the point. What and I'm now, saying is... now we're all fat. All the... Speak for yourself. Uh, I am. Is going through the whole time of evolution, things have changed, and now we've gotten more to technology, right? And things are starting to now evolve. And who knows? Maybe they're changing. Yeah, pretty the be a, a big lump of nothing. Is that what we're talking about? Evidently. No, we're not. We're not a lump of nothing. No. Some people more than others. Right. Hmm. Anyways, all right. So let's agree to disagree. Okay. Okay. I believe that animals, what they do is instinctively. The stuff you're talking about in, as far as psychic medium stuff and everything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. It's always been a part of us, but I think it's evolved more. It's more open. But why is it more open now, though? Is it more open now? I think it, well, I think maybe it's not necessarily that it's more open than people are searching more than they used to be. I mean, not that we didn't over the years. But I think what has happened is that you see all the new shows on TV. Nobody says this, right? But you're getting close to the, you know, I don't know. You have sight, these you're close to what? Shows. Are you going to say 2012? No, I was going to say it, but I changed it. Um, but no, but we're getting on in time. You have 9-11 that took place, right? After 9-11, I think it was a dramatic shift and that people started searching and wanting to know that there was more after we died than just leaving this earth. I think that there was a search to be able to know that your soul or your your energy still exists. So right. you got more people interested. That brought on more paranormal shows, right? I mean, we've always had shows over the years, but more so now. You know, it seems like every it, show it, you it, see it, 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 horror flick, it goes it goes to reflected to the times. Yeah, but I think it's For instance, the, the Ouija board. The Ouija board was more popular when uh, World War Two when it first came out. They used to all get together and try to bring grandma up on the Ouija board. Right. Yeah. I mean, Leslie made a comment here. She said people think it's more acceptable to admit that they have sensed something. And that's true because nobody, not, as, not many people now are as afraid to say, hey, I felt something or I sensed it versus, you know, years ago, it's like, wow, I'm afraid people are going to look at me like I'm crazy or put me up in an asylum they if I say that I sensed it. Nah, not necessarily. Not everybody. No, but whatever. A lot less percentage than it used to be. I don't so, know. Regardless. So, so your point is, yeah, I don't know. I got lost in this whole thing about dogs and cats. Your point is the intuition. You think it's more the intuition is more on animals, there. and I think that the mediumship is more of a less of a stigma. Well, it, you know what? Uh, go down south, Leslie, if you think it's less of a stigma. Oh yeah. Well. Well, the Bible Belt that we talked about. Down south. Um, I would think, yeah, you're right. If you talk about a certain still certain areas of the country, if you start discussing 
um, psychic abilities. And, I mean, we, we went and we went to Georgia to sign with uh, our book agent, right? Right. And we did an investigation at a cemetery. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. After we left, came out in the paper and there were complaints that we were out there defiling the cemetery. Right. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I will tell you, also, wasn't there a police officer out there that was requesting help from us? Yeah. Did you ever get back to us? No, we didn't. Okay. Because I almost feel like someone talked to him after the fact. But I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's all a lot of it has to do with the media. I think it's all how people perceive it, you know. Um, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are also giving psychics a bad name. Okay, Stacy brought up this. Also, I think people are opening themselves up more to alternative hearing methods like meditation, yoga, uh, et cetera. Don't you? Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's a, there's a lot of crap in that, too, I'll tell you right now. Really? Because I, first thing I thought of, Stacey, when uh, you mentioned that, is that Ron, Ron, who I never believed would actually take Reiki, signed up for Reiki. The man who, when I, I first met him. certified Reiki. Yeah, he's certified. Um, certifiable. Yeah. No, but actually. I know my symbols. I, I have to say I'm very proud of you. Because when I first met you, remember, it was after a couple of years, anyway, actually. I wanted to do Reiki. You didn't want to have any part of it. Exactly. But then now you actually realized that, that it was something to it, and you decided to investigate it. Yeah, didn't you do something on me in the hospital? I did. Yeah. I did, Reiki, but that was recently. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm but anyways, but I'm, I'm going, okay, she brought up this point about other eternal healing methods. But you have to be careful, too, because, I mean, I've not only done the Reiki thing, but I've done, like, the... DNA activation and uh, right. uh, what's that new one that's out there now? Oh, God, I can't even think of the reconnection. The DNA string reconnection. Uh, no, not the DNA. This is another one. Reconnection. Oh, I know. Uh, thing or whatever the hell it is. It's like there's a lot of stuff out there. And, you know, okay, Reiki, I will have to admit, does have. Oh. Does have what? It has some, uh, what's the word? Some validation. It works. But anyways, um, some of these other ones I'm not sure about. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, but that's that could be different for everybody else because not every not every experience is right for everybody. You know, what Reiki is good for one person, they might not feel connected to it. So it may be another, um, you know. Wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait, no, 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 no. It either works or it doesn't work. There's no. No, I don't believe in that. No, no, but I think it has. It either to works or it doesn't work. Let me finish. Right. It has more to do, too, with your own personal belief. So, you know, no, if you sit, it does. I don't think so. Because I've done Reiki for people, and they're like, yeah, yeah, great, you know, whatever. I have done Reiki for some other people, and they freaked out because they started seeing lights and colors, and they panicked, okay? Other people perceive that to be a good thing, like there's something positive coming on. You see somebody else that has this, and they can't understand what it is. All of a sudden, they're seeing lights and colors and something different. And immediately they think it's outside their comfort zone and they panic. So I think that that has a lot to do with it. Are you opening yourself up to having it or are you not willing really to try? Do you know what Reiki even does? Yes, I do. It goes, oh, it's, it's an intelligent healing. It's energy that goes to source. That it's you it's not like you I'm reject not, it. No, no, that's not what I really, well. No, you don't. You really, yes, you do. Because you, you also have to ask permission to somebody to give Reiki. If I'm doing long-distance Reiki, I need to ask you for permission to send it to you so that you would be willing to open it. Long-distance healing. We're not talking about long-distance healing. It's still Reiki. Making things to fit your little... No, it's not true. If I'm doing Reiki, I'm going to say it's okay. Anyways, it's like we're coming up with a thing. But I don't...
and uh, that. You know, it works or it doesn't. Work. It doesn't. It's not efficient. And so well, I'm just think, think uh, that I don't. Anyways, we'll be right back after this message. On those chronicles on Tokyo Tech. And we'll be back right after. Whatever happened to Peggy Sue? She was 17 when Buddy Holly wrote the song that changed her life, Buddy Holly's hit song, Peggy Sue. Tragedy struck on February 3, 1959, when Buddy Holly was killed in a plane crash. Peggy Sue's whole world crashed as well, and now Peggy Sue is telling her story. The whole controversial story, it's the real story, about a relationship with Buddy and the real story of her marriage to Buddy's best friend and a drummer in the band. A marriage that was filled with emotion and physical abuse. It's the autobiography of Peggy Sue Guerin called Whatever Happened to Peggy Sue. And now, Peggy Sue is reaching out to women who feel trapped in a marriage of physical abuse. The National Coalition Against Domestic Violence has named Peggy Sue as one of its main spokespersons and to host a new domestic violence radio show on Togenet.com. Whatever Happened to Peggy Sue is available on the web at PeggySueOnline.com and at national bookstores. Whatever Happened to Peggy Sue, published by Toggy Entertainment. Hi, this is Elizabeth Foley of Divine Healing, and join me for the Phoenix Hour. Tips and tools for personal and spiritual transformation on TojiNet every Wednesday from 4 to 5, beginning January 9th. Listen live to the most outstanding names in metaphysics as well as some new emerging personalities in the spiritual community. Each Wednesday on TojiNet.com, there will be straight talk exploring various metaphysical theories, beliefs, healing modalities, and tools for personal and spiritual transformation. Join me as we explore not only angels, but everything else under the stars. Be the phoenix, forever changing and transforming, Every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. and see you there. There is an unseen world that surrounds us with love and healing. It's the message that author Elizabeth Foley brings in her new book, Awakening the Lightworker Within. Written with simple style, humor, passion, and uncommon honesty, Awakening the Lightworker Within provides clear information and guidance to a sacred call of your own. Awakening the Lightworker Within is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and the author's website, divinehealing.us We're back! Yeah. <laughs> you listen to the Ghost Chronicles. We're having too much fun online here. You listen to Ghost Chronicles live on TojiNet. I am Ron Kolick, a.k.a. Van Helsink. And with me, my co-host, the Queen of Pain. Me. What are you Anyways, number is 877-864-4869 or join us in the Toji chat. Toji chat room. So anyways, we're going into the mailbox this time. And I have to answer this. Oh, oh my God. Is that could be any smaller printing? Well, yeah, the other one printed it. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll use a big font next time. Damn. What does it say? It's, it's just to me. Get your nose oh, out of it. Oh, God. It says, hi, Ron. That would be me. I'm sure you are busy, so thanks for reading this. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, please. I love your podcast. You and Maureen are a joy to listen to. She listened to ours. Yeah, must be sure she's not confused. Wow. There are a lot of paranormal paranormal podcasts out there, and I have listened to most of them. Yours is the only one I'm still listening to after one or two episodes. Mom. (laughs) You have great guests. We do. Where are they? And you guys go to great locations. Oh, this is the podcast. Uh, and you don't take yourselves too seriously, which usually, which is unusual in this subject matter. Keep up the good work. As a new paranormal investigator, your podcast is a great learning tool. 
Wow. Heavy. Wow. But anyways, I have an EVP question. Do you use an external mic on your recorders? I've seen people use a shotgun mic, a lapel mic, or no external mic. I am wondering what you, your preference is and why. Thanks again, and God bless. Much respect from California, Kat Cummins. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. So anyways, I talked to uh, Jim Stoner, who is our EVP specialist, and um, this is the deal. He does not use an external mic. And you know the reason why? Why? I don't know why. Well, if you understand an EVP, an EVP is actually manifesting your voice on a recorder. So it doesn't really matter what your, your mic is because it's not really picking up anything. That's true. It's only using the white noise in the recorder. Good point. So it doesn't really matter right. if you have a mic or not. So it, it just, uh, if you pick it up. Uh, if you pick it up, it's an audio. If you can pick up clear audio, that's which is another story. Anyways, what are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm just infatuated with these guys. Go ahead. Hmm. I'm so listening, really. Seriously. Now, yeah, there's, there's different kinds of ghostly voices or disemboweling voices that we like different to call them. Bowled or you, you ever see those Rosetta Stone ones, you know, like learning in French and everything else? Yeah, you're learning. I'm getting uh, Rosetta for English. All right. I second that. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, but anyways, <laughs> there's, there's actually two different types of uh, ghostly voices, as we'll call them. There's EVPs, which are actually the white noise on a recorder being manipulated where a ghost puts his voice on it. Okay. That one you do not need an external mic for. And there's also clear audience. I believe, is that the term? Clear audience? You're, this is in the spiritual yeah. realm. Okay. Yeah. And that's where you can actually hear a voice, correct? Yes, either inside your head or if it's strong enough, sometimes you can hear it audibly. Okay, yes. so we're talking about the one that you can hear audibly, not the one Correct. inside your head. Correct. Because no microphone's going to pick up inside your head. Although we could try. We could try and experiment oh, and plant oh, one in your little brain. That would be a scary thought. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyways, so those, we do not use them for EVPs. We do not use an external mic, uh, and that's why. Uh, if you want to hear clear audience, and if you go to our new podcast on uh, iTunes, I don't, it'll be up this week, I believe, today or tomorrow or within the next couple of days. It's um, Gavin Cromwell and Fiona Broom, Martin and myself went up to America Stonehenge. Okay. How'd that go? In Salem? Yeah. It's, it's on the internet. You can actually right. listen to it. Um, and while they were in the watch house, they actually heard a voice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And... I actually recorded this voice. Really? Yeah. What did the voice say? Mmm. That's it? Mmm. Things to make you go, mmm. Okay. And that actually showed up at least one other spot in the, in the, the podcast, if not two more spots. So okay. we think we have somebody dotting us. So wasn't that Indian, that friend of us? Did you say that word? The I word? Uh, Native American? Did you say the I word? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, you know how much, I'm a poppy eye word, so I can say it. Do you know how I get crucified for saying that word? I'm not Indian. I can say it if I want no, to. No, do not say that word. Listen, I don't take offense to it. Yeah. It's a big deal. Evidently, somebody else Tomato, does. Tomato, tomato. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, someone else does. Well, so anyways, God bless. it is, you can actually hear it, which is pretty amazing. I mean, anytime you can pick up something, I mean, it's as good as a photograph is, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, well, I think that's good. I, I look forward to listening to it. So that'll be on Return to um, America Stonehenge or Mystery Hill. And it's on, it'll be on iTunes, I believe, either tomorrow or, 
over the weekend anyways, for sure. So look for it, and you can actually hear it. So anyways, uh, I forgot what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> That's that age thing creeping up on you. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So anyways, uh, we answered that question, right? Yeah, we, we did. did. Okay. You did. You sure? I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. So anyways. Uh, <laughs> okay. I like that. I've been listening for five minutes, and Ron has said actually six times. <laughs> I'm sure that now we've said it. Actually, I said it eight times, but you didn't count them. <laughs> now that, you know, once you point that out, we're going to say it more often, right? I have a, a good um, a Welsh word for you. Oh, would... don't you even go there. What? Everybody cover your ears. What? <laughs> Don't even use any Welsh words here, because we're not putting up with it. Um, while Gavin was here, he taught me several uh, dozen good Welsh words. I know which, some good French ones, too, so you better watch it. Oh, I know French words, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, anyways, actually, actually, timed out, so that's good. You won't need him correcting me anymore. <laughs> anyways, um, speaking of, uh, what's his name? A little twerk from uh, Welsh, Wales. Gavin? Gavin. Gavin Cromwell. Gavin is a, oh, my God. What? Leslie, how did you know that? Uh, (laughs) We're on the air, you know, talking to everybody. Yes, yes, one of our listeners was close. Never mind, never mind. Let's Let's uh, get right over that. Anyways, uh, speaking of Gavin Cromwell, uh, he is my new co-host for uh, Ghost Chronicles International on Tuesdays which is, runs from 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and is now 8 o'clock UK time. Which is still 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Right, exactly. But anyways, uh, also, um, we have a special guest next week. I believe it is going to be Kerrigan O'Keefe from Most Hardly, the parapsychologist. Really? Yeah. So oh, that, awesome. That's going to be pretty cool. And it was really funny because uh, you and I did this, um, what is it, Hollywood, New England? You remember that? Yeah. Stop typing and talking to me. <laughs> okay, and, go ahead. And um, uh, David Wells was, did an interview with them as well. Correct. And he was talking about the differences between American ghost hunting and uh, UK ghost hunting. And one of the, the, the lines, of course, tickled my fancy was that uh, – you would never see uh, Karen and O'Keefe like Ron with an EMF meter in one hand and a uh, pendulum in the other. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't think David, since David just met us recently and met right. you recently, had he met you seven years ago, he would have never seen you with a pendulum in one hand and a meter in another either. So times have changed, you know what I'm saying? Okay. People, people grow and people change. So I mean, I mean it's pretty cool. It, it's... It's, no, it's not that it's, people grow. It's just I've always been that way. But you learn. Well, you. What do you think growing is? Getting fat. No, growing intellectually, growing with your your knowledge. You know, you're reaching and reaching out for changes and to really grasping right. into life. So, so basically, what you, what they are saying is is that Karen Karen O'Keefe is strictly scientific paranormal. He's he's like the ghost hunters, just disprove everything. Right? Okay. And then you have the other, whatever his name is. And then uh, he knows who he is. I don't have to tell him. Oh. And anyway. Yeah, is that his own, own thing again? Go ahead. Yeah, whatever. And then there's 
the people that are strictly, you know, like mediums, like David Wells and yourself, and they're spiritual, strictly spiritual. And then in between is me. Really? Right. Okay. That's why I pick on this, this persona of uh, Van Helsing, because from Braun Stroke's Dracula, once again, uh, Van Helsink was a man of science, and I do have my degree in environmental science, and I am science. Oh, into that environmental science again, like you give me a hard time. Go ahead. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and anyways, uh, but it didn't, you know, I don't, just because I didn't believe anything, at least I'm open enough to explore it. And if there is any validity to it, then I certainly would be crazy not to use it. Like a thousand pendulum or a psychic like you. Or you better watch it. Doing that tool in your toolbox. I didn't even mess the tool in the toolbox. Well, you just did. Toolbox. Toolbox. Ow. Ow. Hit my ring. Yes, good try. <laughs> how many times have you smacked him tonight? Oh, how perceptive, Molly. Um, oh, is that Molly? <laughs> yes, that's Molly. Hey, Molly, how are you doing? I haven't hit him many times, although hey. it's been tempting. Molly, Molly is actually a, a friend of ours and is actually again. And... Uh, <laughs> Mally, how about Molly is a friend of ours? Mally is, is, Mally is a friend of mine. She resembles Frankenstein when she does it. Oh, she the most bulky thing. Oh, I can't. Last in the past. All right. Anyway, um, Molly, Molly is also a ghost hunter, too. She's, she's becoming quite the ghost hunter. That's right. She is. And she's gotten awesome EVPs and awesome videos, I mean, which we won't discuss. She's come a long way from that being locked in that wine cellar with Jim Stoner. And you, then, you know, yeah, let's not even go there because that was, that was not nice when you walked around that cellar. Well, I saw it. Yeah, it wasn't nice. It was an experiment. Uh-huh. Was of... Ask Molly how she thought about that. Molly liked it. I no, she, she did. didn't. Sure she did. No, she didn't. I mean, it, it awakened her. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony, Tony asked about the, the big difference between the group. Now, Tony, I know that you have... No, he didn't ask. He said that is a big difference between your group and some others in the area. Mm-hmm. Is the scientific, right? And is that what he's talking about? Is it reference to the so, scientific versus the psychic right. and having both a blend? So, so Tony, what's, what's your opinion on that? I mean, are you strictly the scientific or, or do you blend the, uh, the other one in? I mean, how, how do you do that? And the same with, with Molly. I mean, Molly's seen a lot of ghost hunting groups. She goes to a lot of conferences. I mean, is there more of a blend now between the spiritualism and the scientific, or is it one or the other? I don't know. Okay, it's fun. Uh, so, Tony or Molly, if you can get over that wine cellar incident, um, <laughs> 877-864-4869, and I'd like to hear from you and let us know what you're thinking. Tony says we blend. We blend. And Molly says totally. So okay. I guess that's a so true. do we do we think this is the new trend or is it or is it not? That's what. Um, I don't know. I think if you're being open minded and you really want to be able to see all sides of the situation, I would say that more groups are becoming blended versus not. And well, well, actually, Molly Molly knows the ghost hunters. I mean, she's gone to a lot of the events and everything else. Right. Are the ghost hunters changing? Are they getting into more of a blend of the spiritual versus the scientific? Or are they strictly going down that one path, uh, Molly? Do you, do you know that? Or, I mean, can you give us some feedback on that? See, how I'm relying on you, Molly. I, I'm really going way beyond the wine cellar incident. 
I hope you have too. <laughs> now, now, for those listeners who are not logged into the chat, um, what Ron's talking about is actually discussing, you know, back and forth with the chat room. So, um, what do we say here, Miley? I think the equipment points towards certain things, and a medium helps confirm things. Yes, but is Caps doing that more often? That's what I think. That's, that's what, yeah. Works. What I'm trying to find. Yeah, are they going? Oh, that's good. Yeah, they are open to to everything. I mean, it's it, originally if you you just looked at the beginning of their show. They were just strictly straight and narrow, and now I think they are. I mean, that was my opinion, but I didn't want to say anything. I just kind of want to... Uh, yeah, Tony brought up some good things, too, but he's basically saying that there's no foolproof way to get evidence and that you can't be closed-minded, which is true. You know, you really can't because you have to be open to any sort of um, avenue that might give you some information for verification proof. Uh-oh. Is that Mike? Oh, okay. Good, Mike's in. Uh, they use new equipment and equipment, and they're very open to all sorts of options. So okay. Very good. All right. What are some of the topics that you wanted to cover before? I'm covering this. Okay. This is the, the is blend this, between no, scientific. Is there something you want to add to it? Is there something you wanted to add? What are you getting at? Because we're getting close to nine o'clock, and I want to make sure you got everything in. Yeah, I'm going. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Right. Okay. I feel like I'm on speed. <laughs> God, whatever. Too much. Caffeine, I think, today. Whatever. Anyway. So, anyways, um, oh, I have a new event for us, too. That, uh, well, uh, haunted hiking trails. Haunted hiking trails. You like to go for walks in the woods, don't you? Not anymore, I don't. I used to, until I went with a walk with the Ghost Project about a couple months ago. What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> that you've jaded me. Yeah, you, you've maybe now... Well, I have, booked us for, I have booked us for a trip... Uh, in the woods. Oh, really? Yeah. Are we talking uh, mosquito season? No, I hope not. What time of year? September. Uh, what woods? Secret. Can't remember. Secret? Yep. Yeah. Okay. But actually, Tony... Why are you talking about it on air? Well, I can't tell the location I'm going to. But anyways... But anyways, uh, this is a uh, haunted trail. I mean, you, everybody hears about haunted houses... Right? Yeah. Haunted forts, haunted boats. I mean, but nobody hears about haunted trails. And there are actually quite a few. Oh, Tony's going up to, Tony, you're going up to, uh, this weekend up to, uh, uh, Mount Washington. There's a big caps event up there. In fact, our friend, uh, Jeff Belanger, Deep Woods Off. That's a good idea, Leslie. But, uh, yeah, seriously, um, there's a big event. I forgot to mention that up at, uh, Mount Washington. Uh, Jeff Belanger's going up there speaking. I think he's doing two workshops. And I believe the ghost hunters will be up there. I think, uh, I don't know the whole lineup, but if you go on their, their website, I'm sure it's, it's up there. Um, Mount Washington is a beautiful place. Big, big, big. You been wanting to get up there for a long time, right? No. I thought you wanted to go there. No. Okay. Someplace else that I don't want to mention on you here. All right. We'll keep that quiet then. Yeah. But anyways, so anyways, I have booked us for a, a little trek through the woods anyways. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. And hopefully this time you will bring protection, not like last time. Yeah, well, last time you didn't give me an idea of where we are going either. Oh, I did too. Not really. Oh, I did too. You didn't tell me what it was about. I had no idea until I got in there, into the woods, in the dark, looking for little little evil elves. Huck Wiggity. Yeah. That's baloney because you told me your guy told you not to go anyway. So you're just twisting the truth to make yourself look good. Well, it ain't working with me. That's not... <laughs> My guy did say not to go, but he didn't exactly. hint at the fact that you were a nice nut job. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, 
anyways, we missed out a few details. The, the deal, the deal is, we're going to be doing this. But speaking of that trip and the, the puckwudgies, um, you can actually see. There's another actually for you guys. Uh, you can really see the video of that because really? it, it's being released in a new book. Excuse me. It's being released in a new book. Well, that's good. Uh, Picture yourself ghost hunting is the name of the book. <gasps> And it's available at all stores, Barnes & Noble, uh, oh, Borders, on God. Amazon. And Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. They were taping there. You know that. Yeah, well, I didn't think it was going to be put in a book. You know, somebody help me, please. Hello. Oh, you see, they're taping it. They're taking cameras. They're talking right. about the book. Hey. I told you they were shooting it. Oh, my God. But anyways, you can... Yeah, video in a book, Leslie. I'm in deep trouble. You can see, you can see the Maureen and the Pugwaji incident and Ron doing what Ron does best. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he got his finger dislocated. There's, there's a couple of, yeah, I did get my finger dislocated. How do you see a book? Well, I'm glad you asked that because each book is accompanied with a DVD. Oh. And it's, and it's going, uh, in the store, and it's not only the New England Ghost Project, but there are ghost hunting groups from all around Massachusetts that are in this book. And it's all about learning to ghost hunt. We were going to do one of those a long time ago, weren't we? Snooze you lose, kid. I guess so. So anyway. Oh, now instead I find myself in the it, it does. Looking it's like doing... a dork on the floor around on the ground like a uh, fish out of water. Well, you mostly see me. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> it doesn't have a pop-up puck <laughs> Trust me, if you saw it. You... Oh, dear God. Anyway. Should have brought Molly on that one. She would have been... I could have used your help, by the way, Molly. Yeah, right. I, I could have. To be screaming. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue on. So, anyways, look for that book in uh, Bonds and Nobles and... Uh, and when's that? It's already out. <gasps> it's in Bonds and Nobles. morning would be nice. Bonds and Nobles. In fact, we will have Chris Pazano on the show, who is the author of well, it. Well, do we get a copy of it just so I can... Oh, I do, you know what? I am getting sick to death of that. You better tell Chris that I need a book, too. And if Chris, if you're listening, you had better send me a book. Especially if I, you know, that's crazy. Ugh, I'm going to whine. I guess you are. <laughs> it's just not fair. It's the wambulance. It's the... <laughs> anyway. So anyways, that is out in the store. And you can see Maureen... Channeling puck buggies, which is always a good experience. Oh, man. So, you know, I need to get a life. Moving on to the next one. All right. Go ahead. I want to uh, address another problem. Oh, no. Here we go. What? Protection. You know, your mother should have had that discussion with you years ago. It's not my responsibility. Oh, somebody wants to know the title. <laughs> the title. The title, by the way, Tony, is Picture Yourself. Ghost hunting. That it's cool, though, it's, actually. It's actually, again, huh? I believe it's Oh, by, my God, it's contagious. Yes. I believe it's by Adams Media, and uh, it's pretty cool. Oh, no, it's not Adams See, Media. thank you, Leslie. Professional perk. If you are on the DVD, you get a free book. I should, shouldn't I? No, it's let's send one to the group, and Ron gets it. No, no, no. Let's send one to the producer of the show, which is me. You know what? Bull crap. Thank you. Get an issue, grab a tissue. Oh, you'll be grabbing something in a minute when I smack you. Help, oh, people, help. Okay, M Molly brought up a good thing. We should touch on that before. 
Now, we, we were talking about how I originally thought that all psychics were charlatans. And the reason because of that was, you know, through the years, they've always gotten a bad bad rap, you know, as the, the gypsies who took your money and that was it, right? Right. Okay. So now we have that same stuff going on with Mike. Um, is it Mike or Molly? Molly brought up the fake. Fake what? Fake. That's fun. <laughs> so once again, the cryptozoology world is being tarnished because some schmuck makes this fake thing up, which is the gross of nice, and leaks it all out, gets picked up all over the press, all over the world, and all the good work is being done in cryptozoology. It just went right down the tubes. Ah, well, it'll recover. And somebody was asking what a puck was he was. Who's, who asked that? Amanda. Oh, Amanda, I must be a new listener. A puck wedgie is, is actually a, like a like an evil little elf. You're just taking my words. <laughs> it's something. Uh, truthfully, Chris Belzano is the best guy to actually explain puck wedgies. Puck wedgies. Puck wedgies go all the way back to the uh, Native Americans, where I can't even pronounce the name of the tribe. Um, but they created gods with giants, and they they were all these little tiny little elves running around, and first they were like little helpful elves, and they were nice, but then they became little fools, and then they started doing... Yeah, whatever. And then they started doing other stuff that was... Evil. Evil stuff. Trying to hurt people. And, hurt people. And lure them into, like, depths of the darkness and killing them. And, and so they, they sent... They, the uh, creative guard sent out their, their sons to wipe out the Pukwajis, but they ambushed them, and uh, they killed them all. So the big, big-ass god came down and uh, grabbed the puckwudgies, kind of crushed them together, and tossed them all over New England. That was so nice of them. Yeah. So anyways, uh, anyway, long story shut, there are evil little elves that have done a lot of damage. Did you find any evidence in the woods? In the woods? Actually, actually, again, uh, <laughs> we, we did. If you, if you uh, is that, do we have any? Actually, no, no, now I'm catching. If anybody wants to find out, Molly was kind enough to put the website up there for anybody interested about puckwudgies. And you can go to Chris Belzano's site at www.masscrossroads.com forward slash P-U and C-K-W-U-D-G-I-E-S. I think Just go to Masscrossroads and dig it up. Anyway, um, I think it was very nice of these, these women out here. I love you all. Leslie and... And Amanda and Molly and everybody, and basically Amanda and Leslie saying, yeah, Maureen should get the book. Because, of course, I'm a woman. I'm going to go back to that because I want the book. And they said, yeah, put a bow on it and give it to Maureen. So well, 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 I think well, well. all the votes, I went. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me tell you, let me tell you a little thing. This isn't a democracy. Oh, really? 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 Do we say co-host? Co-host. Yeah. Not host and co-host. Bull crap. Right? <laughs> it's equal here, buddy. Get over it. Yeah, right. You should be equal work then, I believe. I will. Except we are just such a controlled freak. Oh, really? <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're killing time. I know we are, but we have a few minutes left. Um, and what, what was I talking I mean, I didn't watch this. Oh, did we find evidence in woods? Yes. Um, in the uh, the uh, woods, we went to Freetown State Forest with a Pukwudgies. Uh, who wrote that? Love you. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. Mine is better than the No, it doesn't. Uh. Finish it up. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Thanks, guys. I think the chat room is going to be closed now. <laughs> and 
okay? <laughs> I'm taking names, people. I'm taking names. <laughs> 20 seconds. You got 20 seconds left. We do? I don't know, I guess. No, we uh, don't. You said. Oh, anyways, um... I am on the stacks, by the way, Johnny. Just Come on, finish up. with the evidence. Oh, yeah, the evidence. One of the things that the Pakwajis do is they grab the souls of deceased ones. Uh, they lure them into the woods. They grab their souls, and they use their souls to lure other people. Ah, Tony, you're the best. <coughs> okay. So, anyways, um, they manifest themselves in a ball of light, which is... Or not. Minutes left. Go ahead. Ah. <laughs> So anyways, they manifest themselves in a ball of light. And in one of the, the videos that they took uh, when I was tossing you through the ground, because um, you were channeling the Pakwaji thing, you can... We don't know that it was a Pakwaji, do we? It was some... Yeah, what, what's a, what is it? I don't know what it was. It was not human. It was not human. Okay. I, I don't know what it was, but I will say... I can't say... I've never experienced Pakwaji before, so I can't say the first fact that it was One of the climate tree had to taste the blood in your mouth, bent over like a little dwarf. Hmm. It walks like a duck. It sounds like a rose. Uh, <laughs> well, all I'm saying is it's very possible. I'm not ruling it out. I'm being open-minded. But um, Anyways, you channel something is. nasty. Yes. And, and while you were channeling it, you can actually see a ball of light. There's another, actually. Really? Yeah, a ball of light. Once once we kick the little puck you sorry little ass out of your body, uh, this ball of light appears. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I mean, no. there are going to be millions of people seeing it when they buy the book. Oh, so there's no problem. God. You know, and I don't get one. That's it. I quit. Yes, <laughs> yes Leslie, there was a ball of light, and uh, you can't see it on film. And it's pretty clear. I actually... <laughs> <laughs> I really have video. <laughs> How about you do have video? I have that, too. Okay. <laughs> Um, I just, before everybody, you know, gets off until you yeah, I just want to thank everybody for being involved in the show and, and uh, putting some information forth and giving us some conversation. So it's great. Next time would be great to call. Um, <laughs> it would be cool. I love it both ways. No, I mean, <laughs> the reason we did these last two shows because we hadn't been together for a long, long time. Right. And we wanted to go over some stuff that we needed to clear up and that and stuff. Bring to the forefront. But... Yeah, so we will bring back our guests. So we won't. But not for the full hour, though. I think what we're going to do probably half an hour so that we can cover. Oh, really? And talk about it. Yeah. I think. Who died and made you produce it? I'm half. Yeah. I, I half ass. Don't say that. I did. Didn't you hear me? I think we need to be, able to, uh, to be able to speak to our, our guests and talk back to them. Anyway, so tune in to Ghost Chronicles International with Gavin Cromwell. The psychic rock. Yeah, somebody heard that, didn't they? Love it both ways. Okay, didn't quite come out the way I wanted it to. Yeah. You know? Uh huh. All right. Anyway, tune in Tuesday at three o'clock <laughs> for Psychic Rock and Van Helsing Old Age Meets New Age on Ghost Chronicles International. And I think next week we have Tara Gantt. <laughs> yeah. So tune in and good night. Long-legged beasties and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us 